The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. leaders, Mike and Lori, as they reveal insider secrets, chat with other LinkedIn gurus, and answer your LinkedIn questions. For those about to get LinkedIn, we salute you. This is your chance to get inspired and use LinkedIn to help you rock the world too. Now, it's time to crank it up to 11 for your hosts, Mike and Lori. Lori Roth, we're going to rock with LinkedIn. We're going to rock the world with LinkedIn today. We are going to rock the world with LinkedIn today. I got news. You got news and I got an unbelievable guest. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We've got Jill Conrath on today. Oh, Mike. Snap selling, selling to big companies, the Jill Conrath. She is absolutely astounding and we know her and have met her. And She is she amazing. Is everything she's stacked up to be. And then a whole lot more. Exactly. She's, oh, wow. I can't wait to get to that. Well, ask me about my news, and then we'll get on with the interview. Well, there's this new thing called Card Munch. It sounds like a game, doesn't it? It sounds like something that would be on an iPhone. It it, It, could could cost no more than 99 cents. It's on an iPhone, and it's a Card Munch is an application that works with LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. It's LinkedIn's Card Munch. And so what you do is... And I've seen this in action. I've watched it. I've played with it. It's amazing. So I, I was at a networking event with our friend Stephen Groves the other night, um, who's the author of ROI of Social Media. And he gets this card and he scans it with his iPhone while the guy's standing there. And he says, let me get you on LinkedIn. So it, it reads his card, scans it, converts it to text, finds his LinkedIn profile that's associated with that email address, and then allows Steve to send him an invitation right there. Boom. They connected. He goes on his iPhone. He accepts the invitation. And right before they finish the conversation, they're connected on LinkedIn with the promise of being able to connect further after the event, which was really cool to watch in action. You know, it's kind of an offshoot of Bump. Remember yeah. That bump? Yeah, it is. Well, which, or even QR codes. Yeah. It, you know, all of those scanning technologies, what, what excites me is what helps us stay connected on a, on a higher level. So when you can, you know, reach out to somebody and you say, yes, I really want to connect with you. And you go through the steps of sending them the invitation right there and you connect in person. The, you know, I, I, saw, I saw it happen several times. And each time the person that he did that with was like, oh, my God, you just huh? you cared enough about meeting me. This was impactful enough to you that you took action immediately to make sure we stay connected. And the, the relationship I saw foster and spark and take off immediately. Well, it's amazing. I'd love to see a new technology like that that really works. We've had some issues with Siri on the 4S right. iPhone that have not been so stellar, so I'm glad to see a technology that works so stellar because there's a whole lot of different styles for cards and everything. Like our friend, our friend 
Katrina Padrone has a card that I'm not sure would scan quite so well. You might it design will. a business card differently thinking right. about some of these things. You know, the, the whether you want white letters on a cream-colored background might not really stick out to the scanner so much. And here's the most important thing, though. The most important lesson for your business card is that you have the email address that is on your business card linked to your LinkedIn profile so that when somebody does card munch your card, they can get to your LinkedIn profile. That's going to be that's, that's going to be critical. That's new material so, for our hey, books, isn't it? Mike? It is. It is. So I'm so excited about Jill being here, Mike. I am beside myself. So let's go right to our sponsors. Thank them. Why don't you take us out with a little lick today? You got a lick for me? Licky, licky, wow, wow. <laughs> Time to thank the sponsors that help keep us stay linked in to you. More from Rock the World with LinkedIn when we return. From the creators of We Build Pages, experience the power of the Internet Marketing Ninja. An exclusively trained army of nearly 100 in-house ninjas. Mastered in the arts of social media, local marketing, content creation, SEO reporting, and yes, link building. The Internet Marketing Ninjas will release a new version of their legendary tools to the public. Visit imninjas.com. The ninjas are coming. As you know, being an expert at f- What did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with f- Whoa! You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f- performance to the next level. The language! Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on Aquizio. Oh. Buy, track, manage, optimize, and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit Aquizio.com to get a demo today. Aquizio. Search, social, display, one platform. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Radio's Virtual Autobahn. WebmasterRadio.fm. Moving at the speed of light. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Mike and Lori are back as they rock the world with LinkedIn, only on webmasterradio.fm. It's Rock the World with LinkedIn, Lori. You know, Mike, Jill Conrath is on with us this afternoon, and I am so excited. She's got so much to share with our listeners. I want to get right to it. So We met Jill when we did our very first team speaking group. 
Yes. Uh, in front of a, what was it, uh, uh, Jeff Mills's group. Right. Up here in Minneapolis. Yes. And Jill was in the audience, and I'm going, I should be in your audience. You should be in mine. I should be in your audience. <laughs> you guys Wherever are you're playing, I'm going to go. Jill, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So, Jill, tell our listeners a little bit about who you are, because I know Mike and I are going to butcher it. There's so much good things to share. <laughs> well, really what I am is I, I'm somebody who helps salespeople out, and, and my whole role is to help people sell to bigger companies. And I do that. I mean, I've written a couple books on the topic, Snap Selling and Selling to Big Companies. I speak about it all the time, but my whole goal is for, to help people get in to see larger clients. Nice. And that's brilliant. I love your focus. I think that's one reason you're successful. Actually, last week I was in uh, California speaking to a guy who I I think you've met, um, Gino Orphanopoulos at uh, Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp. And he was impressed by you and had met you and um, seen you, I think, at DemandCon or one of the big conferences in San Francisco. And you've, you've just influenced so many lives and consistently they're sales guys. And consistently they love you because consistently you've brought them results. And I think that speaks so, so cool. That's why we have you on the show today. Hey, thank you. Tell us, tell us kind of how the methodology of doing this works. What do you have one, two, three? What's the path? Oh, what's the path? The first thing is that you got to forget entirely about your product because it's not about your product or it's not about your service. And unfortunately, too many people get really consumed with the fact that it's it's about what it is that they're selling or how they do things, their methodology. And they really have to, number one, I would say, start focusing exclusively on the customer. You know, what are they trying to achieve? What are their business issues? What are their goals and objectives for the year? What strategies do they have in place to, to get there? What gaps might they have that you can solve with your product and service and really become a, an educational resource to your customers as opposed to somebody who's got a good pitch? That would be the first thing I'd really strongly suggest that people do. Boy, that's a, that, we can run with that one, can't we? Absolutely. All right. What do you got next? What do I have next? Well, then if you're going after bigger accounts, which I really strongly suggest that a lot of sales you know, people do... And, and even entrepreneurs, um, it's really hard if your business is all small business and you're constantly trying to sell. The reality of it is if you can land a nice-sized medium account or just something that's twice the size of your current business, you don't have to sell as much. So if you're going up market to sell to these bigger companies, you really need to do your homework on the companies because they are... They're pretty um, selective about who they talk to. A lot of people would like to do business with them, and they they um, they really protect their time at all costs. Everybody I know today is crazy busy, and they protect their time. LinkedIn seems to be a tool that would help here. Um, LinkedIn kind of brought us together. I mean, if we had not been for LinkedIn, who knows? We wouldn't have been there at the show. This whole thing might not have happened. Just like Meeting Glory, it was a LinkedIn deal. <laughs> exactly. uh, uh, went, went a little different, Jill. Than, than it, than <laughs> well, it, yeah, but we haven't quite gotten into that kind of relationship. Um, but, you know, you never know how things could go because of LinkedIn. Yeah, exactly. How how do you use LinkedIn in this scenario here of, of like like we just described in steps one and two? Can LinkedIn help here? LinkedIn is absolutely a goldmine for people who sell, and I and I talk about it all the time. And most people um, mistakenly think that putting up their profile is is the thing to do and, and trying to get people to connect them with other people. And oftentimes, if you're calling on bigger accounts, you're not going to get the referral in. But I think LinkedIn can do so many things. Um, Number one, it just the advanced search capability on LinkedIn can help you target the decision makers that you're trying to reach. And to me, um, when I hear 
people wanting to sell, they say, well, I don't have a clue who to contact. And if they can use the advanced search function where you can actually, you know, put the, the, the possible job title in, you could put the uh, within 50 miles of um, a certain zip code, and you can put um, the department and a, maybe a, a business unit of a bigger company. You can really narrow it into a number of different people who could be potential um, connections with you. So to me, that's invaluable. And then once you get there, you see one person's profile, you can see people who looked at this profile also looked at these people. And so you can start to create a web of people who, who might be good connections in, the, in an account. Because honestly, if you only try to rely on one person, you're really, you're really putting yourself at risk of um, not having any opportunity. Right. Do you work with coaches or try to find a coach at the company, someone to be your buddy, so to say? Does that come up in this? Um, I wouldn't say so in today's business environment because people are so crazy busy that nobody has time to be buddies with anybody else. And so if you're trying to get your foot in the door, focusing on the coach isn't the essential part. Once you're in, you'll want to develop somebody who, you know, develop a relationship with somebody who finds it um, valuable to him or herself to support your initiative. But when you're actually leading off and trying to set up a meeting with a corporate decision maker, the reality of it is the coach is, is secondary. You have to lead with a strong business reason why they should actually set up a time to meet with you. Um, and, and the thing that people don't know is, again, I'm going to stress this crazy busy. Um, every decision maker I talk to these days, whether they're from small, medium, or large companies, is overwhelmed. And when they're listening to their phone messages or when they're reading their emails, their finger is literally on the delete key. And they take great pleasure in deleting people as fast as humanly possible. And seven, it's so... Seven, 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 right? <laughs> as fast as you can. Honest, and, and the research shows um, people are listening in five to seven second increments. And if you haven't said something in the first five to seven seconds that captures their attention, they'll delete you. But if they listen for another five to seven seconds, you, you're still buying more time. So the salesperson that calls up and says... You know, hi, Bob, this is Jill Conrath calling. I'm the account executive from XYZ Company. That's five seconds, and that guy hasn't gotten any value from the conversation. So that person is deleted. And then, you know, the same thing goes with email, but email is even worse because people are scanning. Who's the message from? Do I know or not know this person? A lot of times you'll get deleted if they don't know you or sent right to their um, trash folder. And then they go to the subject line. Does your subject line show any intelligence or knowledge about their company, or, or is it focused on something that would be of, of value or of importance to them based on what their goals are? And then finally they go to the first couple lines of your email message. And we need to assume that all that they're seeing is our subject line and our first two sentences. And if, again, if that doesn't capture their attention, which, by the way, that takes 2.7 seconds, if that doesn't capture their attention, they delete us. So the quality of the message needs to show that you have done your homework. LinkedIn is a way, by the way, when you check their profile to find out what they're focused on, what their business initiatives are, combine that with other knowledge about the company from like their website or other research you do, and you can craft a compelling message that doesn't start out like a salesperson introducing themselves. That's brilliant. Yeah, we're, we're, we're on that same page, and the thing I would add that I found that you probably just – just we're about to get to is I like to look at their Twitter streams and see what they've been tweeting for the last week or two, right. if it exists. What are they currently talking about? Yes, I agree. I think, I mean, again, that shows you what they, they think about, what they think is worth, you know, 
mentioning what's important to them, articles they might find of interest, all that kind of stuff adds further data to a salesperson who really wants to try to engage that person or pique their curiosity. And you have to focus on what's of interest to them, not what you want to talk about. Yeah, this reminds me a little bit of the blue sheets and Miller Hyman when I went through the program <laughs> and all, doesn't it? A little bit. I think that's affected both of us here, perhaps. Yes, yes. I believe that the Miller Hyman program was an excellent one that really focused you on on what your, was important to your buyer and what to do. And I think a lot of smaller businesses don't have that opportunity to go through programs like that because usually it's the large corporations that sponsor that kind of you know those kind of training programs. But um, again, the key is, and like I said from the beginning, it's all about them and what they're trying to accomplish and the challenges that they're facing and the obstacles that may get in the way of um, achieving the goals. Wow, that's really neat. Jill, let me turn this conversation around just a little bit and ask, you mentioned that you had authored two books and they're excellent. Um, what, what prompted you to start writing your first book? Um, what prompted me to write Selling to Big Companies, which was my first one, was first of all my, that my own business had crashed in the preceding years. And it wasn't related to the to 9/11, nor was it related to the dot-com bust. But my it would, was related to two big clients that came under pressure from Wall Street at the same time, and and they had to chop all consultants. And so um, I literally was left without clients, and I had to rebuild my business from scratch. And what I found, and I'd always been a really good prospector who was really able to get in and set up meetings with virtually anybody I wanted to see. And suddenly, I was being blocked from um, gaining access to these people by uh, voicemail was the first thing that, that blocked me. But then nobody called me back after I left these messages. And I started to, you know, then make more and more calls and nobody called me back. And I was like, what in the world is going on here? You know, I have I lost my mojo? And then I realized that it wasn't really me. It was a problem everybody was facing. And I actually committed myself to doing a um, to, solving the problem, to find out what would I need to do, how could I create a process that anybody could replicate if they understood their product and their customers um, that would enable you to set up a, an actual meeting with the decision maker you wanted to see. And so I spent um, nearly a full year um, working on finding out what worked and what didn't work. So that was why I wrote Selling Big Companies, because suddenly the game had changed and salespeople weren't able to get in and they needed, they needed to know how to gain access. So that was the first thing. And then snap selling, after, after selling to big companies came out, you know, I, I you know, focused on that area for a long time, but then I started to see that people's crazy busyness was affecting my work as a consultant and as a sales trainer. And what I saw is that not only was I having trouble getting in, which I'd figured out how to do, but once I got in, people who were initially interested in what I was talking about and thought it would be of high value, they would literally disappear into a black hole and you know after our first meeting or a second meeting and nothing i could do would, was pulling them out of the black hole it's like you know what just happened i thought they cared i thought they wanted to move ahead and so it took me a while again to figure out that this was a problem everybody was facing you know the crazy busyness and how it impacts our sales process and so once i understood that it wasn't just me again that it was affecting a lot of people then i actually threw myself into study Overwhelm and the impact of overwhelm on decision makers, and then taking that into account um, in terms of what do salespeople have to do today in order to be effective with these people who really are in crazy busy mode, truly overwhelmed. Wow. I have seen that happen so many times. You have a real quick piece of information, a, a real quick hit or tip on that for our audience here because we're going to, we're, we're, 
we're getting near the end of content overload and time, aren't we? Like, jeez, <laughs> I'd love to do another show with Jill, wouldn't you? Absolutely. Um, here's what I'd say. What I just said has a lot of ramifications. So I'm going to just say to people, go to jillconrath.com. There are some free resources there, a prospecting toolkit that explains this all in more depth. And they can get a, an audio that goes over and over about this and, and some other important tools that will really help them get customers to call them back. And it's at jillconrath, K-O-N-R-A-T-H.com. It's all free, too. That's perfect, Jill. I know Gino, when I was talking to him last week, had mentioned he had been on your website and had utilized all your free resources and also was buying your books and wanted to be as involved as possible with you because you've had such an effect on his life. And that's just one one person out there that's loved it. So there's our rock and roll tie-in. One of the, one of several right. here is Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp, Gino Orphanopolis. Kind of bring. We're both in Minnesota here, and it's guy guy in San Francisco who's making us even closer today. Isn't it? Isn't that great? <laughs> That's funny how small the world is when you get things like LinkedIn to connect us all. Exactly, exactly. Well, let's um, let's move in really quickly because this is Rock the World with LinkedIn. So let's move in really quickly to a question about your experience with rock and roll. Oh, you know, I told you guys earlier that I'm a total loser in this area, and and I don't have a lot of experiences, but. My husband did. My husband and I, a few years back, did go to see a concert, which was a revival concert with the Kingston Trio, you know, who were popular in the early '60s. And I actually used to like their song "MTA" because I played it. I, I worked in a restaurant, and um, they had a banjo player who played "MTA," which was their song all the time. Um, so we went to see these guys, and they and they literally, when the opening lights came on, they stumbled onto the stage. I mean, one guy had a cane and was limping, and the other ones were fat, fat and bald, and they just looked horrid. And all the audience was looking at them a bit aghast, like, oh, my God, is this what happened to the Kingston Trio? Well, they sat on the stage, and they looked at us. They just scanned the audience, and they were looking and looking at us. And then one guy got to the microphone, and he looked out back at us, and he said, my God, have you gotten old. <laughs> and that was exactly what we were all thinking about them at the time. <laughs> so that was my, I mean, like I said, I don't, I'm not big into it, but that was my most memorable experience because, they, I mean, they, they were reading our minds and they played it back to us so beautifully. That is so cool. Yeah, they get that on every tour stop. Every oh, tour. They, my God. And Mike, been on tour since 61. Was, right. And when <laughs> Classic Rock was in 61, there were no old and fat and balding, you know, Rock rock stars. So, <laughs> no, they're living because they had a hip replacement again. surgery a few months ago. And that, that kind of stuff you didn't see on the rock and roll tour back then. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Hey, that, that, if I'm doing the math right, they've been on tour for 50 years. Unbelievable. Oh wow. Still around. Hey, that's inspiration itself, isn't it? It is. Hey, it keeps and I got a few more years left before I hit that mark. <laughs> yeah. Hey. It's a great way to close a segment on such a wonderful uplifting note. It huh? is. It really is. I'm going to encourage our listeners if you if you're if Jill's story touched you today and you can you can identify with it at all. Let us know. Um, check me out on my LinkedIn profile, LoriRuff.com, and you can find Jill Conrath on LinkedIn as well as well as at JillConrath.com. And again, that's K-O-N-R-A-T-H, JillConrath.com. So, Jill, thanks so much for being with us today and sharing with our listeners. It has been a pleasure having you. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure to be on. I appreciate it. Thanks, Jill. Knock and bed. We look forward to seeing you around town and on the speaking circuit. Yeah. And then we'll go to our sponsor break. And when we come back, we've got a very special guest commentary this afternoon, Mike. Oh, looking forward to it. Summertime. 
time to thank the sponsors that help keep us stay linked in to you. More from Rock the World with LinkedIn when we return. Superior Affiliate Offers, Superior Affiliate Brands, Superior Affiliate Service, The Superior Affiliate Management. Superior Affiliate Management delivers direct exclusive offers with weekly payouts. Their mission is to ignite your e-commerce and ignite your commissions. Superior Affiliate Brands means our work with the Internet Retailer's Top 500, as well as new brands, thanks to their full-service agency and CPA network. Superior Affiliate Service means lifetime bonus referrals and personal VIP treatment. When you hear Superior Affiliate Offers, Superior Affiliate Brands, Superior Affiliate Service, that's SAMOPM.com. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. In 500 yards, C-P-A Way will be on your right. You have reached your destination. On the interstate of internet marketing, CPA Way helps you monetize the way. No matter which direction you're heading, CPA Way is your route to low-risk revenue. Advertisers, we have paved the way to delivering revenue channels that will meet and exceed your expectations. Publishers, we monitor and manage your campaigns to bring you the most revenue possible. Publishers can feel secure to leverage direct offers, while advertisers can find safety, offering their most valued campaigns. The road to trust, respect, integrity, and honor is just ahead at cpaway.com. Warning! Listening to webmasterradio.fm daily may cause webmaster insomnia and an increase in your company's profits. Webmasterradio.fm. Stay up with us all night long. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Mike and Lori are back as they rock the world with LinkedIn, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We have one of my favorite speakers on the show with us today. And I'm going to say it like that because we met Jamie at the Online Marketing Summit and we did a lot of shows together. Jamie Smith of Engine Ready. Thanks for having me on Rock the World with LinkedIn. I'm happy to be back. I'm Jamie Smith, CEO of Engine Ready, based out of uh, San Diego, California. You can learn more at EngineReady.com. This series has been great. We've been talking about the four components of a successful social media advertising campaign and using your learnings from, from search marketing and organizing everything into four components, starting with visibility, your ad creative, continuity, and conversion. 
We're going to focus this session on the last, which is conversion. How are we engaging with visitors that land on a specific page and getting them to take the desired action? And we developed a product called Conversion Critic, which analyzes landing pages, and we break that analysis into four components. And the whole emphasis of this is to drive more conversions. And those four elements that we've seen have the most impact is an acronym that we use, MORE, another acronym, (laughs) MORE, M-O-R-E. The M stands for marketing effectiveness. Is your offer clearly stated and does it fall within the lines of good marketing 101? Number two, O, offer clarity. Is it clear what the offer is and the benefit I'm going to receive by taking action and filling out this form or purchasing your product? Is there a clear offer? I've been on many websites where they have a strong call to action, but I still don't know what the offer is. Specifically, it's buy now or get this now, and it's not clear to me what the offer is. Uh, So be very specific um, and use very descriptive language in what the benefit is of this product or service and why they should take offer, why they should take action. And, and have a very clear offer. Number three would be the R in more, M-O-R-E. The R represents readability. Uh, this is becoming less and less of a problem as people invest in designing new websites, but your text should be large enough to be read, spaced out enough, use bullets and, and uh, short sentences, not paragraphs. People don't read on the web. Um, it's a scanning mechanism, and people are flying through and scanning pages. So if you put a block of text on your landing page and expect people to read it, you're, you're not going to be um, getting the desired action because people don't read paragraphs at a time unless there's um, you know, something very important within that text. So we recommend stripping out and really highlighting the benefits um, and making sure that it's readable. Dark text on a light background is typically much easier to read. Um, and that uh, the font size is large enough and, um, and clear enough that uh, everything is, is easily read. Uh, we've all been to websites where the, the font's too small or there's too many moving graphics and animation or just can't read the text because it's, it's uh, you know, a light on dark background. So be, be, be cautious of that. Um, and then thirdly is E, M-O-R-E, is engagement. What are you doing to engage the visitor on your website into the content and, and into the desired action? So using those, those sort of four departments, if you will, of, of a successful landing page and, and actually focusing on each one of those individually, you're going to be able to design a landing page that, that one, is, is more user-friendly, but two, drives more conversions. Um, so don't forget the acronym MORE, M-O-R-E, Marketing and Effectiveness, Offer Clarity, Readability of Text, and engagement, and you can use Conversion Critic to, to analyze your landing page um, or just do it yourself. And, um, and then that will complete the, the full strategy of um, visibility, ad creative, continuity, and conversion. Thanks so much for having me. If you have any questions, let me know. You can get in touch with me at EngineReady.com. Back to you. So, Mike, where can people find us? Mondays at 7 o'clock Eastern, p.m., webmasterradio.fm is the main channel our particular channel on it rocktheworldradio.com takes you right there rocktheworldradio.com takes you right to where you can catch this show as well as all the archives right and if you want to subscribe go to iTunes search for rock the world all one word rock the world with LinkedIn and you can subscribe on iTunes leave reviews comments get every show as they're new 
It's brilliant. It's fun. And we'll see you next week. I got to hear some guitar. Bring it on, Brasco. Bye.